and welcome to Stuffing Around, Stuff Magazine's gaming podcast for all things gaming. I'm joined today by Max Malella. Hello. And Brad Lang. Hello. And we have some news which we saw this morning, which um, if you have been following Cloud Chamber and the uh, upcoming Bioshock game, which is the worst kept secret in the entire industry. Yeah. <coughs> apparently they put out a call for a load of developers and one of the stories I saw said that this might be an open world Bioshock. Now, here's the thing. You've all played Bioshock. Mm-hmm. Max, a bit later than everyone else. Pretty, pretty recently, I, I had my first playthrough. W- w- yeah. What do you think? Are you looking forward to a new Bioshock game? or No. Why? Well, I, okay. I would look forward to a new Bioshock game if it followed along from the original sort of Bioshock sort of template. Because Infinite, I don't think, is a very good Bioshock game. Right. I think Infinite's a very good shooter. Mm-hmm. Infinite has some interesting story ideas, but it is not a good Bioshock game because they they dumbed it down to such an extent that it was just Call of Duty, except you had, instead of shooting grenades, you shot crows out of your hand. Mm. Right. That's kind of it, right? You also had a, a little bit of help. You did have a little bit of help, Elizabeth. and Elizabeth was a cool character, but, you know, the, the, the way she sort of would dynamically move around the environment to take cover from bullets and whatnot was very cool and whatnot, but at the same time, she was just an advanced AI character and really think it added much to the core experience of shooting right. other than her being like a book of ammo and there's that cool little animation where she flicks it to you and you grab or whatever cool <laughs> really sped up the process i could have just run over there took some cover and got that ammo myself or whatever so you'd be interested in a bioshock game if it was set in rapture not just no 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 don't get, don't get me wrong it can be set outside of rapture right i'm not tethered to rapture i just wanted to actually play and feel like Bioshock because mm. Bioshock feels like an immersive an immersive light yep. sim yeah right um, where it's you're not just running around shooting people in the face mm. and being told oh, maybe the slaves weren't all that great um, <laughs> <laughs> that's one of their that's one of their characters and it's infinite the slaves killed people too okay sure um, wow that is yeah, what that is what that's, that's, that's like, like there's this terrible what aboutism in, in, in yes we enslaved them but they killed people too i don't think that kind of correlates but okay um i i, I want to buy a shark that feels more like i'm i'm not playing call of duty yeah you mm. know also don't make it open world yeah that's, not everything needs to be open world these days I, I mean i've recently been getting more and more sick of just big bloated open world games without a lot to mm. do but you we, we've spoken about this nick but that kind of so the first bioshock i haven't played granted i haven't played any of the others but bioshock one one of the big things was that while it's linear it feels like you've kind of got your choices and it's kind of open and that's the, that's the point is you're meant to think mm. that mm. you are making decisions here when really exactly. you're being led down a path and that exactly. just wouldn't work in an open world i don't think unless they you know they did end up well there's also a little bit of a bait and switch as well because i mean the thing about um rapture um is that there's a lot of back and forth i was gonna say you get get the impression that you're Mm. in a big city it's very metroidvania in that you get to one point you can't get any further you've got to backtrack all the way to get this one thing that's going to open up that door Mm. to progress you know there's that, that that sort of element going on so we would say i would say i'm cautiously optimistic about a new bioshock game cautiously um but if it's open world i'm not really i don't that interested because yeah. i won't have the time to play it unless i'm reviewing it well so this is the thing right because you can do open world games well you yeah. know there, there, there are mm, there was a segment in the last of us part two the whole that, that whole game was fairly linear but there's one segment where it opens up 
and you get to run around this, this sort of ruined block in Seattle. And that's a very good open world little area. It's more mm. a sandbox, I suppose. Mm. But it was this contained little level where they really experimented with that. But if they go the route of an Ubisoft and there's just shit scattered in that corner and then you've got to make your way to that corner to find that one collectible. I know, I feel like we're, we're reaching a stagnation point. Mm. With, or, or sorry, a saturation point. With open world games. With open world yeah. games. Yeah, look, I'd be, I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm still very new to the franchise, weirdly enough this point mm. and I'm, I'm if i'm being honest i'm still processing the first <coughs> game mm. um but i think just as a like I, i'm i'm cautiously optimistic too chant what look if it turns out to be amazing that would be awesome that'd be a really really cool thing to see but i mean that that goes without saying yeah i'm just really keen to see it's a bioshock is is one of the most well-known franchises in gaming and i'm really just keen to see what when was when did infinite come out when was the last time we got 2013 yeah it's been a while since we had some bioshock content so i'd be really keen just to see what a new take on it would be. Tell you mm. who won't be keen on it. Ken Levine. Ken, Ken Levine. Ken Levine doesn't want to give two shits about it. Well, not just that. I mean, I just I remember uh, doing an interview with Ken Levine, and um, he's he's a he's a very stickler. He's a stickler for details and grammar. And I remember seeing the first um, the first interview with the, the studio head from Cloud Chamber, and I just I can imagine Ken Levine grinding his teeth as he read it <laughs> because he said, "We have a myriad of ideas for mm. this thing," and I'm just imagining. <laughs> Ken going, uh, what? A myriad. It's myriad. Oh, Lord. Anyway, so the, on from the, there. Sorry, to, uh, I, th th we, we came to a nice conclusion on that, but I'm going to continue on that, that path anyway. Ken Levine doesn't own the rights to Bioshock, no. right? No, he doesn't. It's owned he's, by 2K. Owned by 2K, mm -hmm. but he owns the studio that developed the first two Bioshocks. He was the studio head for um, what was 2K Boston. Which, which then which became it, Irrational. Which then became Irrational, and that has shut Oh, is Rational shut down? I, thought owns, it was I think it's called Ghost Stories. Okay. Ghost Tales. And they haven't done anything. They're yet. making a game at the minute. Apparently. Okay, well, but, you know. so is Ben Brode from Hearthstone. That was four years ago. <laughs> Hearthstone, so. Yeah, it's a weird process. But mm. you buy a shock. No. Mm. How about a new Doom? Now a new Doom. <laughs> now a new Doom is something we can talk about. Gentlemen, I'm in the process of designing myself a tattoo. Oh, oh. wow. Oh. Mm. And the, 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 think, the thinking process of it was, I want, in, in, a, in a second, I want to think of the two raddest things I can possibly conceive in the space of a second. And the two things I came up with, was one was the Doom Slayer, mm. and the second was doing a kickflip. So I united, I'm uniting the two to create the raddest thing one can possibly conceive within a second, and that is the Doom Slayer doing a kickflip. I'm going to get it tattooed onto me. Right. <laughs> I just Thanks. wanted to talk about Doom. Thanks, Brad. Sure thing, that's, but I just that's, that's loosely video game related. It's well, we want to talk about Doom Three VR. Do I'm just, I'm, I'm sharing with you. He's I'm segwaying. opening up to you. He's segwaying. He's segwaying into it. This is an uh, this is an open conversation between friends, and I wanted to open up to you and share a bit about my life. If you don't want to accept that, go ahead. Oh no, Brad. No, no, no it's don't fine. Close up you were about you. You were. This is the. This is no. You were meant to become friend last week you were going to meant to be upgraded from acquaintance to friend last week and you've ruined that oh, I'll, have to, I'll have to try i'll redouble my efforts but yes doom vr doom Nick. 3 vr doom 3 doom VR. vr yes yes um yeah i've been playing that it's um fine fine <laughs> well no i mean you've never played doom 3 right no okay so i think that brad and i can both agree on this mm. doom 3 is not a bad game no it's not a bad game okay in fact, it's a rather good game. Yes. But it's not a very good Doom game. It's a very I, bad Doom game, one might say. Yeah, that's, that's all I've ever heard when seeing it online. It's like, it's not... And, and, the, reason, and the reason for... Well, the reason I feel, it, feel that way 
is because Doom is like a power trip. Yes. Okay. It it should you be. are you are God incarnate, right? You know, if, if you if you've played the last couple of Dooms, um, you'll know that, you know, when when you're sort of sprung from your coffin at the beginning of Doom uh, that was released in 2016, you know, the reason you were in there in the first place is because hell is literally frightened of you. Mm. Yes. And with good reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, Doom three spends all its time trying to frighten you. Yes. I, it's it was such a strange direction to take that franchise because Doom three was like this sort of big leap into actual proper 3D, right? Mm. And I have to imagine that, no, I was gonna say, I have to imagine the technology at that point wasn't at a, at a, a juncture where they could do that rapid paced mm. shooting gallery sort of stuff, right? Mm. But then you have like Unreal Tournament that released roughly the same time mm. and that, was, that did it fine. So I don't know why they went the direction of survival horror. It's the strangest thing. No idea, no idea. It's I'm such a, it's such a, it's the counter opposite of what Doom should be, right? The counter opposite. Yes. That'd be, that's a tautology, isn't I would, it? Uh, Ken Levine would have like to have a word. He would like. He would like that. to have a word. It's the opposite of what. It's the opposite yeah. of what Doom should be. Right? Yeah. You're hiding in. You're hiding in a corner because you can hear a demon down the passage, mm. rather than running into that demon and punching it in the mouth. Yeah. Or ripping its jawbone off and exactly and beating it. With it, with it. But then how does? But then surely, if that's the direction they're going for, right? Survival horror. Survival horror. Yeah. Surely the VR experience. Enhances that, yeah. uh, to a degree, but you know, you also you, there were times when I just actually felt ill playing. Really? It. Yeah. I mean, to to tell you the truth, I mean, if you want a proper survival horror experience that will, you know, make you excrete yourself, mm. um, pick up Resident Evil Seven Biohazard. Yes, because that's VR as well. Yeah. Isn't it? yeah. And I tell you what, I mean, if you've played Resident Evil Seven, you know, walking into that house. Uh, you, you could not pay me <laughs> to, play, to play that in VR. Like, I haven't even played 7. I've watched gameplay. I, you couldn't pay me to play it in it VR. It is one of the best VR experiences because of how visceral it is. That's amazing. Yes, it's that's also amazing. the best Resident Evil it. game in years. In years. years. Resident Evil 2 was better, but okay. No, no, no. But like, uh, oh, Up until that like point. Since, no, no. I mean, here's the thing. When Resident Evil 7 came out, Resident Evil hadn't been scary for quite some time. Oh, no, yes. Resident no. Evil 6. It, become an, it, become an, it became an action game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Resident yeah. Evil 6, not scary. Resident Evil 5, not scary. Bad Operation evil. Raccoon City, nuke it from orbit. Yes. Sorry, no. Not good. <laughs> and, 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 and the only two, two uh, Resident Evil games that were any good in the, in the meantime were the ones that pitched up on the DS. Yes, the um, Revelations 1 and Revelations 2. Who well, just Revelations 1 was the 3DS, Revelations 2 was everything. As far yeah. as I know. Yeah. And, um, you know, the studio head um, who, who, uh, who, who produced those games, he got put in charge of Resident Evil 7. Did he really? probably why it was so terrible. why it was very good then. Yeah. Anyway, back to Doom. So, back to, yes. so, so, I mean, it's, it's fun playing in VR. I mean, it's, the thing about adding VR to something is it has to really add a, a wow factor mm. right yeah you know exactly. what i mean because then what's the point yeah you got you got to use it and, and, exactly. and you, just, you, you get fed up waggling the controller when guns stop working i mean that's that, that's a bit of a yeah, um, yeah takes you out of it um and it does take you out of it i mean and also it doesn't look current gen well, well that's the thing when you want to take a game that when did doom 3 release 2004 2004 oh, yeah. and put in vr i mean yeah, one of the I mean, the guy, points. The guy in, you know, the uh, did you ever play the PSVR showcase? PSVR Worlds. No, no, I didn't. Right. No. Okay, there's a really, uh, there's, a, there's, a, there's a game in there called The London Heist, right? I've heard of The London Which Heist. Which basically, yes. if you imagine Guy Ritchie phoning it in, uh, <laughs> you know, and, and you're standing, you're, you're sitting there, you know, talking to 
an East End gangster called Bleeding Blimey Governor, and he's more convincing than anything you'll run into in Doom 3. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah I mean, Doom 3 was a graphical stunner in 2004. Yeah, for the time. But now, not so much. Well, see, the thing is, is that games have now, I mean, you're coming along at a really interesting time because, mm. you know, I think between the Xbox 360 and where we are now, games have started to age a lot better. A lot better. Okay? Mm. Mm. I mean, some of them are still clunky and there's, there's some of them that you can go, well, this level design's been done to death, but then you also have to bear in mind this level design was created all the way back in 20, two, two, 2006. You, <coughs> Uncharted and Gears of War. Yeah, absolutely. But, and I mean, you can still play, say, for example, Uncharted 2 today and it's still a bloody good game. So and good it still design. looks very, yeah. very good, mm. right? You compare that to the experience of booting up Deus Ex on a gaming rig, okay? Firstly, good luck getting that to work on any modern-day <laughs> computer. But yeah, it's a sure it has not aged well. No, no. And, and, and when you consider how, how much its DNA runs through so many first-person yeah. uh, uh, adventure games, you think to yourself, well, I mean... That just doesn't age well. You see, it, it's we went through a weird period in the early two thousands when you know three D was starting to become the the more prominent sort it's of more more mainstream. Exactly yeah. right. Because if you go back and you play a lot of those sort of two D SNES Genesis games, those have aged so much better than something like Days X, which mm. looks like ass. Mm. I mean, know? you take a look at uh, Street Fighter Two. Yeah, that still looks oh, great. Dude, still looks amazing. Yeah. Right. You compare that to Goldeneye. Yeah, Which exactly. Which everyone raves about being one of the greatest games <clears throat> ever made. And it looks awful. Yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd argue it's a it lot easier. As ugly as Laura Croft did back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a lot easier, I reckon, to get a, a 2D game to age better than a 3D game. Yeah, that's, I think what, it's, it's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a much easier you know, medium to make timeless. That's why we're still getting pixel art games today. Exactly. To death, to, to, to such an extent where like pixel art is becoming kind of a cliche yeah. for uh, indie games at this moment mm. in time, yeah. Well, yeah. So I would say if you've played Doom 3, probably don't need to play it on the VR. Yeah. If you haven't played Doom 3, buy Doom. Buy Doom 2016 because <laughs> it's one of the greatest games of all time. Yeah. Indeed. Um, Speaking of games featuring a very angry protagonist punching many things in the face, you want to talk about a trip that yeah. you've been taking? Yeah, let's into do it. Game we, Pass. So Going to our Why Haven't You Played It? Why game? Haven't You Played It Yet? I want to argue that this shouldn't be on this list because this game is so niche that only Max actually cares about it. You know what? I'll argue, I'll argue with okay, you on for, that. Okay, for starters, let's mention the name of the game. Asura's Wrath. Yes, Asura's Wrath. Wrath. Okay. You've got Wrath. It's, mm. it's angry, man. Yeah, he's angry. So he's mad. rage. He's very cross man. He's cross, cross, cross. Very cross, he's very cross. He killed his wife and he's cross, cross, cross. Oh, Kratos, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah, but the difference between him and Asura is that Asura doesn't worry about how he's going to come across to his kids. Does yeah. He? <laughs> no. like, there's, no, there's no moments of quiet reflection in Asura's wrath. Well, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll get to that in a Maybe not for Asura himself, but I'll get to that in a second. I'll argue Tell me about you. the game, Max. I'll argue with you on it being obscure, Brad, because I've seen it on so many top 10 lists of like best bosses, most spectacular games. Okay, and I, okay. So Asura's wrath, yeah, it, it was on the game pass. I finished Vanquish. What a game. And I picked up Asura's Wrath next because the quick time events in Vanquish were really cool and everyone... Asura's Wrath is... I'm, it's, Just quick time events. It's barely a game, guys. It's, yeah. <laughs> and anyone who's played it knows this and anyone who's reviewed it, watched the review will know it is barely a game. It's, it feels like you're playing a kick-ass anime series. Yeah. And which, I mean, Brad, you're not a huge fan of anime, so I see why that's not a massive draw to you. But it's e even to the point where... Nick, you've played Asura's Wrath. Yep. Yeah. Even to the point where... 
it's in it's in episodes. There are twenty minute episodes with a freaking. There's a recap from the last episode, yeah. and there's a credit scene at the end of each episode. And it's really weirdly arty and. Games cool. like to do that back in the day. Alan Wake did this, did the it's, same thing. Hey, it, yeah. it, it feels Wake. very you know hbo -y. yeah yeah very very artsy and i really dig it but the big so asura asura's wrath you step into the shoes that the, the, he's a demigod isn't he asura? he's a so it, it's it takes place in hindu slash buddhist mythology it seems like a weird place to have a lot of rage but okay well so, <laughs> yeah, it's not very zen i'll tell you that yeah much. um this is cultural ignorance but um, it's not the point is that Asura's Wrath doesn't it's not like a, a an accurate depiction of yes it's just that's the set piece and that's 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 where they're you know taking all of their names from so you play as a demigod Asura um, part of eight other, a team of eight other guardian demigods who are who are fighting the Goma. demons they're, they're called the Gomo or the Goda or something they're fighting these demons to, they're purifying them is what they yeah. say to protect earth and can I this is a 2011 game spoilers Spoil, I don't spoil, care. Spoilers. Spoil away. Yeah. It's, uh, you don't play this game for the plot. No, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, to be fair, I am. I'm, I'm really invested to see what's going to happen. But Asura, th there's this spirit king and dude who... Uh, if I remember correctly, what happens is they assign, what is it, seven or generals to, to purify these goma. Yeah. So and then you report, and then you playing Asura and you report to the emperor who has been killed and you get accused of regicide. So it's not, yeah, it's, it's a little bit, that part's, I'm still a little bit confused on. So they, the, the eight guardian deities, the eight guardian deities, they all have, it's kind of cool, they all have their own like mantras, which are kind of like weird seven deadly sins-ish. Yeah. It's like Asura has wrath. There's one who's got lust. It's, there's one who's got vanity. It's cool. But they stage a coup d'etat. Mm. They kill the emperor and you are not in on it. Yeah. For some reason, I still haven't figured out why Asura was left out of the coup. Um, but I think it's because he, angry to be I think I've, I've, I'm figuring out his daughter is like a weird their power comes from this mantra and prayer it's all very like mm. Buddhist spiritualism and that kind of thing and his daughter is like a massive conduit for that and he's a wrathful dude and he's probably not going to be very happy with them using her as a weapon so they they betray Asura and he they kill his wife they take his daughter and your man's is pissed off very, very cross as he's he is the, the opening cinematic on the uh, on the load screen is asura like on a bunch of floating rocks in an anime when someone is like powering up and really angry the rocks like float up around them it's really cool and asura is just sitting in this red flame screaming as these rocks float up around him and it is it's visually spectacular the mm. art style mm. is is distinct and yeah it reminded me a lot of like um do you remember that we were talking about earlier the Transformers the movie that kind of style of anima yes, animation yes, 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 yes. You know? yeah and crisp it's, it's, very it's, crisp indeed it's, it feels it's like crisp but also it feels kind of gritty mm. but it hasn't aged it doesn't feel like it's aged very poorly probably mm. because you know most games age in their mechanics a lot and Asura like doesn't I said really have it doesn't mechanics. really have mechanics there's a beat em up aspect in a lot of in a lot of um, areas where you've got your light attacks and your heavy attacks they don't really combo like they do in sure. something like um mm. Yeah, but it's also recuse it, yeah. But it's also, I mean, the, the, the thing about it is, is that I think that they, the, the way it's presented in terms of its visuals, its sound, it lends itself to not aging very poorly at all. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it, it's it's certainly going to age better than something like I don't know, Red Dead Revolver. Well, yeah, like I mean, that's the thing. From what I've seen, it's very like if you make a game that's <coughs> as stylistic as the Sewers Wrath is, that's probably going to age better than if you're trying to make a game as photorealistic as you can. Yeah, I think like I if you look at Heavy Rain, the game was like ass now because they were trying to go with as realistic as possible, <laughs> yeah. you know, and it has that doesn't age well. But if you look at something like Sewers Wrath, which is very clearly or Halo 
or Halo. Exactly. Mm. There's a, there's a style to it that doesn't mm. that doesn't you know age as bad. It, yeah, it it, it defies. I mean, that's that's always you know that's the, uh, the the common argument is is style over graphics. Yeah, mm. graphics can't be timeless. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I mean, you spend a lot of the game. Asura fights. The, he goes basically. He he goes on a rampage fighting the the, the seven day. They've now turned themselves into the seven deities because you know Asura was the eighth. Yeah. And they are they're like tyrannical overlords just they say they're protecting earth but they're killing the inhabitants for their power and it's kind of a generic storyline to anyone who's watched one anime mm. with a with, <laughs> with an oppressive ruling class mm. um and but the great thing and what what makes asura so compelling as a character is he does not give a flying bollock bollock yep about about the more detailed story oriented parts he's like i don't care what you're doing and why you're doing it i'm just mad that you're killing people and i want my daughter back yeah. and that's you know rage. that's it rage is a strong emotion to, to latch on to you spend a lot of the game mashing b while asura takes six arms and punches a friggin world-sized demigod who's just literally just wants to squash him with his finger and you're mashing B while Asura punches the finger until the entire demigod explodes. And I sit there going, <laughs> what, the, what the hell did I just watch? And why is it so awesome? Mm. I'm, I'm saying, sure, I'm, but... I'm calling it now. If you haven't played Asura's Wrath, at least give it a try because it is... Yeah, it was some Game Pass. Bombastic Yeah, no, I'll, I'll, I'll give it a play. I'll give yeah. it a play. Yeah. But here's the thing. I've played about half of it. Didn't finish it. Really? Um, well, it's not a long game. Apparently, apparently so wait, the, what yeah, version is on Game Pass? Because apparently you need a DLC to actually finish the, the story. Game. Yeah, there's. I don't know about the DLC on Game Pass. I know the base game is there, but there's four DLC chapters and two of them, one of them is like an interlude chapter and one of them is the final chapter. Do you know what the other two are? Hmm. The one is, I can't remember what one is, but one is a crossover because it's Capcom, yeah, right? Yeah. One is a crossover where Asura, one of Capcom's angriest characters, gets to fight one of Capcom's other angriest characters, Ryu from Street Fighter, <laughs> which is amazing. It also points to such, it's such a tragedy that I, I think that Asura has not been used in any medium since yeah. Asura's Wrath. Because I, th I think that's because the sales of the game face planted, didn't it? Yeah, it didn't do well. Well, I mean, it's, it's got a bit of a, like I said, it's got a bit of a cult, cult following, cult following no, now, no, which absolutely. is why, the, and you've got with a game like... All, you know, Brad, you know, I play a lot of fighting games and I yes. love fighting games. And all I'm seeing while I'm playing Asura's Wrath is this would make such a great fighting game character. Yeah. And mm. Capcom has a fighting game called Capcom versus Marvel. Versus Marvel. I yeah. want to see if Asura was not in that. He's I, he's not. He's not in a single. He in he's not in a single Marvel versus Capcom. Um, he's a skin. He's a skin in, uh, in in Street Fighter, but he's not been used since. And I think it's a tragedy because Asura's weird. Wrath is a 10 out of 10 game, if you ask me. Sure. Not game. 10 out of 10, not game. Sure. 10 out of 10, not game. 10 out of ga 10, not game. Sure thing, Max. I'll back you. Do you know what I've been playing? What, what? have you been playing? Nothing. I don't have the time, boys. Uh, sorry. <laughs> you know what I've been playing? What have you been playing? From Dust. From, from Dust? Dust? You've never seen From Dust. Oh, I, it's wonderful. I can't say Go, Going into, just a, I'll wrap this up very quickly. Essentially, um, going from one angry god to a benevolent god. Oh. Okay. That's what you play in From Dust. Essentially, you're, you're, um, you, you have this tribe who are in this very, very hostile land. Mm. You know, stuff like molten lava erupting from under the, uh, running over to areas where there's no sort of bridges or anything like that. Sure. What you do as god is you pick up masses of sand and you plonk it in front of them when they need to to, to have a bridge to get across places. Mm. If you want to, if, if there's a molten lava, you can take the lava from there, plonk it in some water, build some land for them, stuff like that. So it's black and white? Pretty much. Okay, cool. Nice. I like black and white. Although, I tell you what, um, there was one moment that I lost my temper with these people because they were acting stupidly, so I drowned them. Good. Oh, right. that's how you do. Oh, benevolent Lord and <laughs> Savior. Yeah, no, definitely be benevolent. You are, the, you the are prime a, word. You there. are a gracious God, Nick. And on that you? note, 
Well, sorry, so I want to ask, but I want more information on this. What? What is it on? Ah, it's on. It was on the Xbox 360. Do you remember back in the day when Ubisoft occasionally would um, would release weird uh, games? Yeah, weird games like uh, the Great War. If you ever played that? Yes. Right. Wow. They also did. Um, man, they had a big um, World War Two yeah. kind of thing because they did Brothers in Arms as well. Yep. And um, From Dust was one of those. It was a, huh. a downloadable only game that they weird said between time. Assassin's Creeds you can have something fun to play. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's and it's on Game Pass. Cool, cool. So yeah, I need to actually start playing. And it's I think it's something ridiculous, like eight gigs. So oh, it's wow. a really fast download. It's amazing. I've I've just been playing with my PSP, not playing anything on it, just tinkering just with it. With <laughs> all I've been doing. Well, you sound like you're having a lot of fun. I, I do. Aside I from the it. memory stick issues. God, you know how expensive though. I've been trying to justify purchasing one, but God, they are so expensive. <laughs> yeah. I need to put feelers out to see if anyone just has a spare one lying around because no one does, obviously, but I need to check before I commit to that money. Anyway. 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 On that note, um, the benevolent god that is me would say goodbye. Thank you very much, the divine Brad Lang. Thank you. And I'm sorry, I've forgotten your name. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think you're going to face my wrath for that one. <laughs> Max's wrath will be here next week. Thank you very much, guys. <laughs>